One, two, five! Please, sir! Three! Arm yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. Hey, here comes a danger up in this club. When we get started, man, we ain't gonna stop. We gonna turn it out till it gets too hot. Everybody sing. Welcome to Defenders Live, Mojo, 5 Radio. It's Tangent Tuesday, and that can mean only one thing. Tangent Tuesday means that we have Miss Carrie Malinek with us in the house. Hey, Carrie, what's up? Hello, yay. Um, I don't have I love music, that it's gone, like, it has an official name, Tangent Tuesday. Yes, well, that's exactly what we do on Tuesdays. Yes. We go, on, we go on many tangents, most of them not related to anything in the news, which is awesome, yes. especially given the circumstances that are here. Yes. <sighs> People are insane. It is. It is very true. People are insane. By the way, if you haven't noticed, this is Mojo Five O. Uh, you are listening to the radio station that is Mojo Five O. If you're listening at all, and uh, if you're watching on the Facebooks, it's Mojo Five O or at DOA Show. We do have the Twitters uh, at DOA Show, Facebooks at DOA Show. Heck, uh, MeWe DOA Show. Oh, and you can also watch us if you'd like to on D Live, which is DLive.tv forward slash DOAE Show. I think I think I, I think got you it. Got all. it covered. I think I got it. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Anyway, use the hashtag "Arm Yourselves" when you do respond to us at DOA Show on the Twitters, and also don't forget to go to our website, which is you guessed it, doaeshow.com. I think we nailed it. I think we nailed this thing. Think you got it all? Uh, um, maybe, probably not. I've probably missed something or screwed something up, and Dylan will send me a message later. You know, from from no. the cyberspace. You know, he should have been sitting right next to you if he wanted something different. I know. If he wanted it, <laughs> if he wanted it done the way that he likes it, he should have been here. Dang it! There you go. Darn AI and going off on cyber trips. Crazy junk. What's wrong with them? Freaking AI. I don't, know. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, thank you for coming aboard with us today, Carrie. Yeah, very happy to be here. <sighs> All right, so we we've had a lot of stories coming in and out. Uh, sorry, of uh, of the news cycle. Mainly, most of the stories going in are stories that we don't want to talk about. But something that came out quickly and left just as fast was uh, the story of Pope Francis here on Easter Sunday, just a little while back. And well, heck, I'll just I'll just read it to you, Carrie. Whenever you need to, please just react. It's fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pope Francis used an Easter message to advocate for socialism and universal <gasps> basic wages. Yes, Carrie. Oh no, just that's oh, just a miracle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just okay. Got what a it. Time to to have that Easter message. That oh. is nothing about the Easter message. And nothing about it. Shame on him. But. Jesus died and rose again for your salvation and your universal basic wage. Absolutely. That sounds really good. Right. Oh, my gosh. 
Writing to the leaders of social movements across the globe, Francis said the universal basic income, something that only far-left American politicians support, would achieve an ideal. Quote, this may be the time to consider a universal basic wage, which would acknowledge and dignify the noble, essential task you carry out. Francis wrote, it would ensure and concretely achieve the ideal at once, so human and so Christian, of no workers without rights. Okay, what does this have to do with Jesus, second person of the Trinity, rising from the dead, overcoming death and the grave, that we celebrate, Mm -hmm. the tomb is empty, this is what we're celebrating. I don't remember reading in any of the Gospels Mm. that part about universal wages or anything with politics. Ah, see. See, that's where you're mistaken, Carrie. That's where you're mistaken. Pastor Carrie doesn't know her Bible, obviously. I know. She hasn't read Second Hesitations. (laughs) It gives me mega hesitations. I mean... (laughs) Shame on him. Shame <laughs> on him. And it, it's so frustrating because, and I I could be wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but I could be wrong. Um, but it, the Pope, and I grew up Catholic, the Pope is supposed to be the earthly mouthpiece for God. Yes. In the Catholic belief. Correct. So, shame, shame. 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 Lots of shame. (laughs) Quote, our civilization, so competitive, so individualistic, with its phonetic rhythm and production and of consumption and its extravagant luxuries, its disproportionate profits for just a few need to downshift, take stock, and renew itself, he said. Now, time out. When he Mm. was first... When he first became Pope, yeah. I thought it was wonderful. His first actions as Pope were great. Mm. The not taking advantage of the um of the lavish lifestyle that mm. he really could have. Yes. You know, still Oh, you mean the lavish first. lifestyle that he still takes in? Well, you you know, but he wasn't going to he wasn't going to live the life of luxury he was going to continue no i'm sorry i've got to stop you there i've got to stop you okay go ahead he's the pope yes yep does he live in the vatican uh yes he does when he was originally going there he wasn't taking he wasn't going or i don't and i and i could be wrong here but he wasn't going to move into the full like papal palace come on do you not remember this I, I remember his talk about this, but come on, really? Well, now I need the to Pope isn't going to live in the Vatican. Well, hold on. he isn't going to live behind a giant stone wall that protects that protects that the most valuable the most valuable portions of society and religion in the lap of luxury. I get in the Mediterranean. That. Um, hold on. He, he's Wait. not going to live there. <laughs> well, no, I get it. I'm saying um, 
he was not going to live in the full. Yeah, he is not living. In 2013, the Vatican announced that Pope Francis would not move into the papal apartment in the Apostolic Palace. Uh He is the first pope not to live in the papal apartments on the third floor since Pope Pius X occupied them in 1903. So what floor does he live on? the palace suite there as his office. Okay, so what floor does he live on? So, he lives... Um, Just he in lives the city? In a suite in... He does live in Vatican City still. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to find it. Uh, mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. Uh, so, he moved out of the room. He drew by lot. Mm-hmm. He lives in... Uh, suite 201. This is in 2013 when he was first there. A room that has slightly more elegant furnishings and a larger living room where he can receive guests. So not more lavish than um, than the uh, the papal apartment, but it is mm-hmm. it's much smaller. Much smaller than the papal much apartment, but still. It is still in Vatican City. Right. It is still in Vatican City. It is still in enshrouded in this uh, this regalness. This is this is it's not like he's outside of the walls and he has to travel in every day. No, but he was the first one since 1903 to and which is just I gave him a lot of credit. I mean, he was he was still getting his own paper and okay. so you know, I mean like he was Sure. So he liked he liked basic things, and that's fine, and that's mm-hmm. good. Um, and yeah, that that would put you in a better position if you were trying to be a man of the people, and it would also mm-hmm. put you in a better position if you were trying to portray yourself as a man of the people, mm-hmm. which he is. He's trying to portray himself as a man of the people, not really a man of God, but a man of the people. Right. Right. There's a when very you, big difference. Absolutely. Um, talk about the difference while I look something up. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, anyway, I don't care where the Pope lives. First off, the Pope, he is not by, he's not the, the to me, the Pope is not the, 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 the rock, the cornerstone of the church, because one, I'm not Catholic, and two, I wouldn't believe that another man could take the place of Christ. Um so, so that that right there sets him as uh, an idol in Christianity above all else. He is an idol to me above all else. But as the Pope, if you are trying to be a man for the people and not a man for God, you'll do things like this Pope does, where you'll talk about, you know, the economy, and you'll talk about... Uh, uh, green stuff and socialism and all the rest of it because you are a person who's looking out for the people, not looking out for God's will. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I, I think that he is. Um, I think he does look to. Uh, oh, this is driving me nuts. I can't find where it says this. Dang it. Um, he does look to worldly things it's it seems like he forgets the whole our citizenship is not here verse in the bible right 
that our, our citizenship is is in heaven, that we're but travelers here, aliens here, and that seems to go forgotten um, because there are a lot of concerns with man and man's problems here, which now, as a religious leader, I think he should have something to say, some thoughts to put into it, but, um, but as a religious leader, he also should not have a political thoughts or input. Well, that I do disagree with. I do disagree with that. I don't. I don't. From the pulpit to be preaching mm. politics? Yeah, Black Robe Regiment. Not. Huh? Black Robe Regiment. I don't. From the, from the pulpit, that yeah. is not the place to preach politics. Well, from the pulpit, the, okay, so until the last 150 years, the pulpit was basically the one place where you got news. Uh, it was it was a place where not only did you hear about what was happening around you and and you helped out, but you also heard about Christ and about the church and, and about uh, what what you should be doing in your spiritual life and teachings of that. But you also heard about the political realm, the news the news coming out from different locations because it was the one place where everybody gathered, and so it was at one time the place where. The news like that was actually part of the sermon. Hmm. I need to read some older sermons. Yeah, you do. Um, I've read a lot of older sermons, but I guess most of them are from like Middle Ages. Um. <laughs> right. Middle Ages, not so much. Like Middle Ages, you don't go. No, I'm talking about like in America. American sermons, uh, turn of the century. American okay. sermons, revolutionary times. The Black Robe Regiment was was actually one of the biggest reasons why uh, the 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 British hated us. Mm-hmm. They attacked pastors and burnt down churches, not yeah. because they had a f- problem with religion, but they because they had a problem with American religion. Because in the okay. pulpit you learned about freedom, and in the pulpit you learned that you know the true king. Right, right. I got gotcha. you. I think, um, okay, I've got a whole, ooh, there's a lot. Yeah. A whole um, page. Yeah, like the first one's from Charles Finney. Not a huge Finney fan. I'm not a Finney okay. fan. No, no, no. Like, um, you have to go Finney way back. Fan. That's fun. Uh, He's but, okay. Uh, but, but yes, still. I will. I'll start. I'll start. I'll read some. Definitely. And so uh, I'm okay with you as a pastor or you as, um, I guess, the Pope, being involved or at least speaking what you think as a person but making sure to separate that out from uh from the faith unless you actually are teaching biblical faith truths if you're teaching truths but using real life stuff and real life politics to convey it to people that's different so okay so easy target here yeah abortion sure right, right. so Biblically, wrong. it is wrong. Completely right? wrong. Can, it's killing. It's, a, it's killing of innocence. Absolutely. It's, it's, absolutely. Uh, what, 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 thou shalt not murder. It is murder. <laughs> so you can build a very quick, very swift, very thorough case. Sure. Biblically against abortion. Yes. You can do that without putting politics into it. You right. can even talk about um, the situation in this country with abortion without bringing politics into it. 
Mm, yes, yes, you can. But what I will say to you there is politics wasn't always politics. Politics was culture. Culture got taken over by politics. Right. Well, so what we whole- believed in the culture of the time and what we thought about as a society became or was taken over by politics. Politicians decided to use it in their talks. And then it okay. became law. And then it be- and then it became all this other crap. So what we think about as politics today, abortion is technically not politics. Right. Abortion is... But it's been made a political issue. Correct. Abortion is not a political issue. It was made a political issue. It was a cultural issue. It was, hey, is it right to murder? Yes or no? No. No. Then it became a woman's rights issue. Not a Mm -hmm. right to life, but a right to women not having a child. Right. There's a big difference. That became political. That is, is beyond the pale. Should we still be able to talk about it in church? Yes. Yes, because Because it's not not a political political issue. issue. It's a life and death issue. It's a spiritual issue. You you being controlled by a government that is unruly, unjust, and unfavorable, is that something that technically should be talked about in the the church? Well, biblically, though— Uh-huh. Biblically, biblically, the the uh, God told Israel that when He puts a king over them, that they will hate Him, and He will control them, and He will enslave them, and He will rule over them, and He will take their men to 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 make war, and He will take their women for Himself, and all the rest of it, which is what happens, because right. because men are crazy and evil. By men, right. I mean mankind. We're crazy and evil. <laughs> Right, right, absolutely. So, but it also, you know, it talks about give to Caesar. What is Caesar's? Right. Have, have, you know, pray for and respect the authorities Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. are over you. Yep. And so there is still, I mean, that's, it just does not get like, how are you voting? How are you? And people try to Right. Politicians do this where they try to drag religion into politics. Correct, yes. And I mean, like, you know, I'm, it's just unbelievable. Buttigieg, how much he tried to um, use religion the same way that the Pope, which the Pope shouldn't be using religion to spout politics, but he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and politicians use religion to spout politics, too. And they shouldn't. There was uh, there was a presidential candidate. This is when we lived in Charleston. Yeah, a presidential candidate who um, who went to a big uh, mega church to to talk there one Sunday, and they had him right doing that. And I thought, no, dude, you are not a pastor anymore. You are you've chosen to be a politician. So get out so, of the pastoral place. Get out of yes, yes, because. That was wrong to me. Correct. Like it, I didn't go to that church. We it was ninety minutes away anyway. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have had that church anyway. But right. um, I wouldn't have gone. Right. Um, well, and I understand that, and that's that's completely fine. That's a politician trying to interweave faith into into uh, bringing people on behind him, and that's not tr- that's not right. I, that's not correct. I, that's not what we're talking and about. And I could be wrong. Um, I don't know a ton about Pence. Mm-hmm. From what it seems, Pence 
is very firm saying I am a Christian yes. and I live my Christian values, but it, and I could be totally wrong. I have not observed, um, but I didn't pay a lot of attention to him during the presidential election. Right. I didn't observe him Mm-mm. trying to use that. No, no, he religiosity. Didn't. No, no, he didn't. He, he's just very stern and uh, stoic in his faith. Right. He's just, very, very solid line. He's, this is my line. I do not pass it. This right. is my faith. I do not go beyond it. You know, that right. sort of guy. And that's like, fine. This this is what determines my life. This is how I, yeah. you know, choose whatever. This is how I, I my worldview is filtered through this. I mm-hmm, mean, that mm-hmm. is absolutely, I would expect that um, anyone's worldview would be how they filter anything. So to ask only the Christian politician how he or she, you know, if if they're up for Supreme Court, that, well, are you going to stop Roe v. Wade? Is that, well, okay, back up. You are, you know, I live my life as a Christian. Right. My Christian beliefs. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'd, I'd get you there, and that does make sense. What what you're yeah. saying, it, it, makes, it makes perfect sense. I just... When I, when I say like if a, if a pope or or a pastor or somebody like that goes into the pulpit and they start saying things that we would consider nowadays political, mm-hmm. a lot of the times they aren't actually political. Now, espousing socialism and worshiping the earth, that's political and not mm-hmm. not Christian. It's political right. and not Christian. Those two things mean that he shouldn't have been there in the first place. Right. And and back up one more second, just a practical aspect of this. Mm-hmm. The moment I speak something political from the pulpit, right. I lose half my congregation's ears, right? I mean, yes, that's true. You that's will. a practical yes. aspect of mm-hmm. it. So that's just... Yes, practicality uh, included. Fully practical, uh, full practicality included. The moment that you become political at the pulpit, because of the way that we view politics today, yep. you completely uh, destroy half your audience immediately. Right. Even right. if it is your church, even if it is the church that you go to, and yep. everybody should, you know, probably have a similar mindset somewhere in that range. Well, it was it was really interesting. I um, there was a. Uh, someone in the same church body as me, um, which there's a lot of, it's, it's relatively broad. It's going to be pretty, pretty expansive there. Yeah. But, uh, but he would post and I was Mm -hmm. always shocked about this. I've not been on Twitter since October or something. So (laughs) it's crazy. It's good for you not to be on Twitter right now. (laughs) I know. But, um, but, uh, I haven't even like opened it up. Like I'm not, I'm nothing. (laughs) So anyway, uh-huh. um, but but I was shocked. This this Twitter friend, I guess I don't mm. follower, whatever I follow. Anyway, he was in the same church body as me, and he would he was in a pretty conservative town, very small congregation, and he would post political, like really, really uh, left political things and I thought what are you doing dude like this is not a good idea and there was one one time where he posted you know well Dinesh D'Souza I have congregants that are wanting to go see Dinesh D'Souza he's going to be in town and And? I don't know if as their pastor I should just tell them they 
shouldn't go because, and he made all this list of how evil Dinesh D'Souza was. It's Dinesh D'Souza. <laughs> I know. But I thought, What's wrong with that dude, guy? Like, he even wrote that there were several of his mm-hmm. congregants that were planning on going. And I'm like, dude, maybe you're a small congregation. Yeah. You are turning off probably two thirds of your congregation by this one tweet. If they followed you, if they follow you, which they they probably don't. Well, but you know, you need, you need to be able to trust even, even if you disagree. Oh gosh, the music seriously. I know already. Right. Tuesday strikes Mm. again. See, that's how this (laughs) works. Anyway, that is the music. So we're going to hit a commercial break with that. We'll be right back. I'm Michael Pelka from PuroPelka.com with your two-minute drill. Well, Joe Biden is forging ahead, still working on his vice presidential pick. He has a short list. He's going over it. He talked briefly with uh, the political reporter from Pittsburgh's KDKA, John Delano, about that and a few other topics. Where are you in naming that running mate? And will you commit that that person would be a woman of color? No, I'll commit that it be a woman uh, because I think it's very important that the uh, that my administration look like the, look like the public, look like the nation, and uh, there will be. I committed there will be a woman of color on the Supreme Court. Hold on a second here, Mister Former Vice President. Don't we have a woman of color on the Supreme Court? Isn't Justice Sonia Sotomayor considered to be a woman of color? I'm just saying, sir, if you're going to make a statement like that. You better understand that our Latino friends like to be known as people of color. But wait, there was more on this topic of vice presidential candidates. I've heard some speculation about Michelle Obama as vice president. (laughs) If she said to you she'd be willing to be your running mate, would you ask her? Oh, I'd take her in a heartbeat. She's uh, she's brilliant. She's she knows the way around. She is a really fine woman. She's a really fine woman and... The video interview cuts off there. We don't know what was said after that. There was a question about fracking. But I'd like to know, she's a really fine woman, and what, Mr. Vice President? Till next time. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Michael Palka's Two Minute Drill is powered by MojoWildRice.com. Their wild rice is a superfood, gluten, sodium, fat, and cholesterol free, yet high in fiber, protein, zinc, phosphorus, and trace minerals. But you're going to love it because it's delicious. MojoWildRice.com. MojoWildRice.com. Back to Defenders Live, Mojo Five O Radio, DOAE Show.com, DOAE Show.com. Also, go to Mojo50.com where you can find oh, a litany of hosts, station, uh, station IDs, all the rest of it. If you want to listen to some podcasts or you want to hear some great, great audio uh, from the talk radio sect, go to Mojo50.com. Mojo50.com also has a shop. 
where you can get wonderful things like the all the mojo gear you can also get um kmbd's uh what is it cbd oils um Mm -hmm. you can get uh, the mugs the cups the shirts the logos and don't forget show some love to our weekend folks we have a lot of shows and some of them actually fall on the weekend i know difficult time to play a radio broadcast (laughs) difficult time nobody wants to listen to the radio on a weekend i hear that's not true you guys actually do great and listen a lot including on the weekends give some love to those weekend folks they are incredibly smart and uh, they only get an hour a week to really go through all the processes with you so Check those out. Check everybody out over at Mojo50.com. Make sure to hit the donate button. When you do, if you give $25 or more, you get a Rocky Stucci limited edition Meatball Army t-shirt. It's a gift from us to show you our thanks for you giving a gift to us. It makes a sense. A gift from us for a gift to us. That's right. Perfect. We're gifting. Everyone We're, wins. Right. We all win. Plus, don't forget, you can also check out Rocky Stucci. He is midnight, Monday through Friday, Eastern Time. Midnight Eastern Time, which means that he starts the radio day. So check him out. He dives into everything, Um, whether it's religion, whether it's faith, whether it's spirituality, uh, ghosts even, the paranormal in general. He goes through all of it. All of it. Oh, and uh, if you have some of those crazy conspiracy theories... Rocky Stucci wants to hear it. He's your guy. Uh Uh-huh. He is the emotional meatball, and you can be part of the meatball army, or you can at least just show the support to Mojo Five O, donating $25 or more, and you can get a shirt for the meatball army. Check him out today. Rocky Stucci, midnight, Eastern time. So, Mm -hmm. Miss Carrie. Yes, I'm worried. What's up? Did you know... Probably not. That half American, half of Americans still say that the Bible should influence our laws? Half of the Americans? Still the say. Americans. Half Americans still think the Bible should influence our laws. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. A poll from the Pew Research Center this poll, uh, shows that half of Americans still want the Bible to have at least some influence on the laws in the U.S. And when the will of the uh, when the will of the people comes in conflict with the Bible, more than a quarter side with having the Bible hold influence. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Survey detailed uh, posted showed that forty nine percent of U.S. adults say that the Bible should have a greater deal. Twenty three percent say some, and twenty six percent influence on the laws that we use. Um, the polls also said that 50% of Americans say that the Bible should have not much influence, 19% saying not at all. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. I'm, I'm surprised it's as high as it is. I would have thought that the uh, not at all or not much would have been much higher much much higher right same here i thought the same thing but apparently we still have 50 percent of the population that actually wants some sort of biblical law basis which is kind of funny because if you understand what the constitution is going back to the black robe regiment and everything we just talked about 
If you understand where the Constitution came from, the foundations of it, why we have it, why we have the the the, <laughs> the Bill of Rights, um, you would understand that we wouldn't have any of that without the Christian biblical understanding. Right. I, I bet that the sad thing, and I think I have friends and or family that would fall into this camp of mm-hmm. the, um, I'm Christian, but I don't think the Bible needs to have influence over the law. Then you're wrong. Right. I'm just saying, I, I think I have. <laughs> oh, I know. Of, I, I know. I know people. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know people like that. But I, I that's the question I asked them then is, okay, so thou shalt not kill. Right. What's your basis for that? Right. Why shouldn't we murder somebody? Why shouldn't we steal things? Mm-hmm. Why is it bad to take your neighbor's stuff? That is, um, I think Ravi Zacharias does a great job of backing people up from that question Mm -hmm. of, you know, well, I'm not going to kill. Okay, but what's the source of that? He does does a really good job of Mm -hmm. walking through the argument of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I completely agree. And, And it's an argument that you should have with yourself. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be yeah. just one thing that you hear from this guy. Obviously, you don't think about it until you get pushed by somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. But this should be something that you've thought about as right. a person, as a right. human being. Why do you think that that's a bad thing? Well, and I think that it's it's kind of interesting because I think with um, – I'm reading a book right now. It's uh, – where is it? Oh, mm-hmm. here. There. I've got it. Hey. It's um, Book the, beauty, the Beauty of Intolerance, um, <laughs> okay. which is actually, it, they, they named it this on purpose because mm-hmm. they said, you know, the, the, one of the authors, it's a, it's a father-son author team or co-authoring, cool. and I think it's the son that has a t-shirt where it says, you know, I, I love intolerance or something like that. And then on the back, because people are like, what? Huh? On the back, it's, you know, like... MLK was intolerant of racism and you know uh, and it goes through all of uh, all of these like Bono was intolerant of poverty or yes. you know so it goes through mm-hmm. all these things and you go oh yeah okay I guess I'm intolerant too <laughs> It's like yeah I am intolerant of things certain things Sure sure but it, you know the word tolerance has an intolerance has such a a wackadoo just definition right now that yeah i mean when um, we think of tolerance right now we don't think of actually being tolerant we think of people standing in the streets yelling and screaming at each other to be tolerant of somebody else that you know has no has no issue about anything right and the uh i love this they have actually they have um they have a description. This is totally a tangent, so it's really good that it's we're okay. on a Tuesday. They have um they they have, you know, the word tolerance and they mm-hmm. they say, well, the the contemporary cultural understanding is recognize and respect that every individual's values, truth claims, beliefs, and practices are equally valid. Whereas the biblical understanding is recognize and respect others when you don't share their values, beliefs, and practices. There's a big difference there. Right. In that biblical understanding, you are respecting others still. You are recognizing them, but you are not allowing that their practices are equal and just as valid. Right. Or influence you. Right. So, um, 
why did I even bring this up though? Tolerance. Oh, so, and that's the thing that we, so with this whole letting the, letting the Bible influence or having the Bible influence our law, mm-hmm. um, with the, uh, we're so in a mode of cultural morality mm-hmm. and cultural relevance of, mm-hmm. um, you know, a relevant morality where, where we let the, the mainstream culture tell us what is right, what is wrong, what is acceptable, what yes. is good, what is bad. Right. Um, more so, like more like a democratic morality. So yeah, yeah. So so when you say everyone should really ha- ask themselves these questions, what do I believe? Why do I believe it? And honestly, and and I would say this across the board because there are lots of people who um, who. Uh, Americanism is their biblical, like their that is their religion, right? Just like mm-hmm. um, the Earth, the what it, the Gaia know, worshiping, Earth. and yeah, I, I don't even yeah. green environmentalism right. is a religion. It is Patri- patriotism can be a religion too, mm-hmm. and so instead of that ultimate belief in the Constitution, okay, well let's back it up further and. What do I believe? And if you find your grounding in biblical principle, then you can look and say, oh, yeah, okay. Now I see where the founding fathers got this. Mm -hmm. And this is why I can support this part in the Constitution or why I do support this because I see where it is laid out first Mm -hmm. or, you know, set and founded in God first. Correct. And so it, it, it takes it back. So then you are not you know, patriot before you're Christian, you're Christian before you're patriot or you're Christian before you're environmentalist or whatever. You're Christian first. Yes. That way you understand and you can go back on a basis. Okay. Well, yes, I would like to protect the environment. Why? Because God told us to take care of what we, of our surroundings. He told us to actually be good stewards of our environment. Sure. That's fine. Understand, though, if you take that too far, you're pushing past the boundaries that God set. Right. Right. If you start coming to the idea that you have to kill people in order to save the world, you're wrong. You're a little bit farther off. You need to come back through, maybe reevaluate a little bit. We are not all animals. Well, all animals are not equal. I no, mean, seriously, no, no. you know, like, we're all mammals, but we're not we're all, all mammals, animals. We're all part of God's creation. Correct. But Adam and Eve were created, set apart mm-hmm. from the rest of creation, and they were told to have dominion over creation, yes. to be good stewards, mm-hmm. to care for it, and to tend to it. Correct. So, Correct. And I tend to tend to my environment by making sure that uh, I am well caffeinated. It's a great plan. Yeah, because if I'm not well caffeinated, then I really am not going to be doing anything. Um, I keep myself caffeinated by going to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Ever heard of them? Hey, that's how I keep myself caffeinated. That's amazing. And that's how he keeps himself caffeinated. That's awesome. Yes. Like right yes. now, I've got the JFK in my cup. I I don't have I just have water in my cup right Aww. now. But in well, the morning, that's because you're going to just bed. like this morning, right? You would have found George Washington Carver in my cup, and it was amazing. Do you like the Carver? I, I do. You know, we used 
we've we've had a few um keith really likes the calvin coolidge Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but this last time we ordered we got straight carver it is so good and it has that peanut buttery Mm -hmm. aroma and and then like that finishing note is peanutty it is so good and that finishing note is because it's a lighter coffee roast Mm. See, okay. Lighter coffee roasts have a have a sort of fruity, nutty kind of kind of go to it, and so the mm-hmm. coffee itself lends to that. Yes, which is, is why it it blends so well. It is so good. Yes, so uh, good. I oh. heard this morning, mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I heard what? What you heard? Well, I heard Brad say something about bells of liberty. Liberty mm-hmm. chocolate covered strawberry is coming back it might be due to popular demand oh uh, well yeah it's popular for sure like that thing was right. amazing well so that's exciting yeah because super, i mean that big. it's sold out within like two hours of them putting out the yeah. special like and that was going for donations yeah 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 so that's that is i was very excited to hear that so the next time i need to make an order which Every day I get closer and closer. I know, right? It is actually <laughs> like, I need oh, to make one tonight. I have to make one tonight. Anyway, AmericanPrideRoasters.com. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. It is historically great coffee. Mm, you will not regret it. Oh no. Best purchase you could make all day. Right. And I will put out the same thing that Dylan does. If you don't like it, send it to me. I'll drink it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Or Carrie. Carrie will too. But I would if you don't happy. like it, if you don't like any uh, one, uh, any single bag or any swing, single flavor, send it to me. Just just ask me for my, for the address. I'll give it to you. Send me your coffee. I'll have it. I will take it all. So good. Mm-hmm. And that's not me being greedy. That's me making sure that things don't go to waste because I am a good steward of my environment. There you go. See, you're being a good steward of your environment, good and look, steward I, of coffee. Full circle right there. Full circle. Perfect. <laughs> Nice. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ha! But I, uh, okay, so I don't get it. Okay. Going back to the laws thing. Going back to yes. going back to making sure that we're founded on some sort of biblical basis and understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what? Where I where I kind of get off track here with these folks, where they're like, no, we can't have Christian faith dictate our laws okay well let me ask you a question any other country in the world take every other country and every other country's laws okay mm-hmm. compare those or any other country's found foundational laws compare those foundational laws to america's which one mm-hmm. do you actually have more freedoms with which ones have actually produced the type of environment to allow you person who does not want to do anything and person who loves to sneer and jeer at, at the entire way of life that we've founded for the past 200 some years, that person has gi- it's given you the ability to do that without having to spend your entire life digging in the dirt. Yep. What other country has done that and caused less strife within it? That one. That one. That one time. That one time in band camp. That's, yes. No. No. And it, it, there, there isn't one. There isn't one at all. And I, I, this also goes to people that do racism, 
right? Mm-hmm. This goes to racism, not just because uh, they say, well, America's racist and their laws are racist. No, if the laws are founded on all men are created equal, we find these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Well, how could we find those truths to be self-evident if we didn't first believe in something that created that idea? Right. Right? So if all men are created equal, where does racism come in there? It doesn't, but you're talking about some rich white male Oh. landowners right. who had slaves and right so, yes right and we go back to that and then we say oh well there there's countries in Europe today that have less problems with with uh with racism yeah you want to know why cuz they're mostly white nordic european mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly right. white nordic and european um but yeah no how about china china doesn't have racism yes they do um, they're too. killing anyone of Muslim faith, anyone of Christian faith, anyone that doesn't look like them because they could potentially go against the state. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Not that they will, but potentially go against the state. And your point is? My point is, <laughs> if you haven't caught it yet, You're in the country that is not only the freest, not only, (laughs) not only the least racial, but as has given you such prosperity that you can complain about the dumbest, stupidest thing in the world and get a platform for it because nobody cares. That's true. I didn't even, I mean, like the whole. I know people complain and that's fine, but right. yeah, like anyone can have a platform. Yeah. Not, we can have a platform and we can have a following for that platform of the stupidest, idealistic, unconscionable misunderstanding of logic. So now would be a perfect time again to plug Mojo50.com. Right. And, uh, yes, that's Mojo50.com, <laughs> Mojo50.com, where free speech is free. That's us no, right I'm just, here. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, no, anyone anyone can get a following. Any, and mm-hmm. the dumbest things get followings. You just go to YouTube for five seconds and you oh, can yeah. see. Oh, go to the TikToks. Ah, TikTok ah. is something I've never, I mean, I've seen some of the videos, but I've, right. apparently my, I have a couple of nephews on there. It's okay. Like, like it, even okay. if you did get a TikTok, you'd never actually have to do anything. You could just scroll through the videos and, and it's right. there. It's there for video, uh, just, just consumption. Right. Right. But scroll, scroll through TikTok. It was, it's, it's the new version of Vine. Have you heard of Vine? Do you remember I've Vine? I've never heard of Vine. Oh, Vine back in the day was like eight to 15 second videos. And people were making like the stupidest stuff in the world. Okay. And that was that was how that that was it. People were actually making tons of money on Vine. Now people are making tons of money on TikTok. So they can make money on TikTok. Oh, they can make money from promoting themselves on TikTok. They can't actually okay. make money from TikTok. They can make videos, which then right. make them famous, which then directs their to to the YouTube channels, and the YouTubes get hits, and then they get gotcha. money from YouTubes. Okay. 
which, gotcha. which we can't do here on Mojo Five O or Defenders Live because we're political. And if we are political in nature and on the wrong side of that political spectrum, gotcha. we get kind of perma-banned from ever making money okay. off of YouTube. So whatever. Okay. I don't care. I've never made yeah. money off of YouTube anyway. Right. So It takes a while. I could because we're in America. Mm-hmm. I could make that my platform. Right. YouTube should be paying me for my content. Right. And I would be able to get a following mm-hmm. for that. I could get millions and millions of people for that. But is that really a problem? Is it a problem? Yeah, that YouTube isn't paying me. No, I mean, they're they're a company. It's irritating as a consumer sure. to these algorithms that mm-hmm. um, that or even just them point blank saying, oh, nope, this hurts community standards. Right. Um, because it doesn't agree with the the higher ups of YouTube's political thoughts or religious beliefs sure but um, but is it is it is worth is it actually something that should be worth airing out and and creating a platform on and and making a big fuss about um i think i think that to to point it out to make i mean like talking about it right now sure absolutely appropriate right right so to take them to court yeah well, that's no, what i mean that's no, I mean, they have it's their company, they can do that if they want. Correct, um, correct. I don't should, have to should, be a consumer. Should, should we sue McDonald's for making coffee too hot? We should sue McDonald's because their food is bad. <laughs> but is it? <laughs> yes, it is. It's horrible and it's bad for you. But is it? Is yes. it bad for you or is it just people are consuming way too much of something? And because they're consuming way too much of it, the over use of it is what's bad no in my opinion <laughs> the taste is bad the overuse of it is bad and it is not good for you that is not my opinion it's just not good for you so well yeah. i mean i do prefer wendy's but still yes actually i would too mm-hmm. wendy's is pretty decent mm, but then but, again baconators so that's pretty bad for you. If you consider McDonald's bad for you, you also need to consider that Wendy's is Baconator is probably going to be bad for you. Yeah, I wouldn't order a Baconator either. I do. <laughs> I do all the time. I, know, I believe it. I believe it. All the time, I and I love it. it. Yes. Now, I'm not, I mean, like, I'm not a policeman for that sort of stuff. Like, I, I like having the calories shown on menus for my own personal benefit. I don't think it should be legally mandated. Right, they it should. It shouldn't be else. legally mandated. Not, uh, but right. there, there are so many things that shouldn't be legally mandated. Right, uh, it, and it, that would not be a place where the Bible is influencing the law either. Correct. That's a place <laughs> where m- people are and stupid yes. people at that. It's like, why do we have? Uh, that would be uh, side tangent here. That would be like putting a "do not use" on the roof warning sticker for uh for for a um a leaf blower yes do not use while standing on a roof is there really yes a sticker like 
Yes. Seriously? Do not use while standing on a roof. Do not use while on a ladder. Yes. Okay. So the whole suing over commonsensical things is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Right. It is. It's just foolishness. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yes, exactly. But that's what I'm talking about. We live in a society mm-hmm. today to where everything that we just mentioned is suable and it mm-hmm. is available to make laws about and it is mm-hmm. a bit available for somebody to make a platform out of. We have such an awesome life because of the foundations of our country and how the world has been able to form around what we started here in America. Not mm-hmm. us, obviously, but our founders started right. in America. That all we have to worry about here in America and in all, quote, civilized countries are the stupid, piddly things. That's what we have to worry about now. We don't have to worry about starvation because most people are dying from being too fat. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have that as a problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In general, yeah. Right. In general, we don't under we don't have anything that's a pro- that's not problematic for us, uh, especially in America. Yes. You know, the poorest people in America have uh, you know they have a TV. They eat steak once a week. You know they <laughs> they they have more than than the some uh, some of the richest folks in third world countries. Mm-hmm. We have nothing to complain about here, but right. we being human. Complain. Right. Because that's nature. We're hu- yeah. that, that, that's human nature. We have to find something that's wrong. And if we don't. I disagree. No, it, I'm just Yeah, kidding. yeah, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> and when we, when we don't have a basis and a foundation in the same ideology and understanding, what becomes wrong is another person's belief structure. Mm-hmm. And then we have to fight that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I do. Um, but I think I would go back again to saying the biblical understanding is respect and recognition of the fact that other people have different belief structures mm-hmm. and being respectful of that. But as a Christian... I mean, either we believe what Jesus said when he said, I am the way, the truth, the life, or we don't. Exactly. And if we don't, then, you know, I love you. Go back to reading the Bible more. Maybe. That's probably a good idea. Anyway, <sighs> sorry, Lep, it was a low bell count night. Uh, I take full responsibility, but let's get to the counts tonight. We're gonna have to do something about this. All right, Lep, I gotta get you to put that, put the volume up, buddy. It's it's way too soft. Nobody can hear it anymore. I don't know what's going on, but for some reason, you got an A. We got an A. We're getting an A. That's what we're doing. We're getting an A. Anyway, Carrie Malinek, Defenders Live, Mojo Five O Radio. Good night, everybody. Bravo! I love that! Oh, it's great!
great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years, because we help save people money. So wait. You're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.